What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm here to help and guide you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, distribute your podcast. Of course, add music intros, outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorship. Isn't that great? It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. Like I always say, if you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster host, like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get a head start. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
try this again. Yes, good evening, everyone from the USA, all over the world, Canada, Long Island, plus the five spots of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka the Greganator, aka YouTuber, aka host with the most and rookie podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now tuning in and rocking with the review show of Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, episode 31. And we have a great show for you today. First and foremost, if you missed any previous episodes, don't worry, I got you back. First thing you need to do is go grab the subscribe button. And while you're at it, enable alerts alongside with the notification bell make sure you leave a like and a comment along with the topics and um the 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 episodes um stay tuned for more video content upcoming episodes previous episodes and be sure to share the episodes and the videos alongside with the audio streaming platforms which i will discuss at the end of the show so there you there you go now first and foremost i do want to talk about um you know um mental health check-in based on how i'm doing um mentally i'm kind of conflicted about something but it's pertaining to how to balance um you know, not just going to work and doing what I love, but also having a social life, which is not really easy to do. But for me, as I was talking to a homeboy of mine from Harlem who makes music beats, shout outs to shouts to um my homeboy, um DJ Showalter. Um he basically he basically um he basically told me that sometimes when when you have too many people around you, sometimes it could be a distraction, and that could ruin your um your rhythm and your um routine. And yes, I have to really agree. And most of the time, I don't really have the the time or the energy to actually you know waste with certain people who don't want to hang out with me. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like my time is basically valuable and I'm putting all my time, not just to go into work, but also building a podcasting career. Now that doesn't mean be under a label and shit, man. Don't get it twisted. It's all about, you know, doing what makes me happy. And that's what really matters to me. And I actually wanted to, um, highlight another thing he another thing that um um that i was actually um been asked also so the whole idea of me having a woman in my life and stuff right look i can't really answer that because number one i'm putting my i'm putting my energy 
towards building my career of podcasting. I can't just give it all. I can't just give up my um my dream career to waste with someone who don't value the same don't don't value the same the same vision and the same ideas as I do. So, you know, that's how I feel mentally. Now, physically, I'm okay. Spiritually, it has its ups and downs, but I'm trying to work on it as, as, as the best way as I can as a human being. All right. So there goes your mental health check-in right here. Which, let me explain what this whole mental health check-in thing is about, though, man. It's about, you know, looking out for people's well-being. That's why I do the whole mental health check-in. It's to, it's to find out how they're doing with their well-being on the inside. That's what this is. So there you have it. Now, our first topic um i usually go to um reviews of the tv shows and movies but this time i'm gonna go to a little segment um ladies first of course which is music kool-aid and music kool-aid is about um the reviews of singers and rappers of course in terms of the bodies of work and our first music artist um, we are going to actually go over is a singer who goes by the name of Angelica Renee. Now, let me um, take myself off screen so you guys can get an idea of who I'm talking about. Um, so, for those of you who may not know who Angelica Renee is, Angelica Renee is a singer, songwriter, producer dancer and an actress she also has some um music in the spot of the spotify universe and we're gonna take a look at the um bodies of work that she has as far as the singles we go over singles here on this on this show right here we take this vodges podcast um i figured why not why not take a chance so just give it a sec to load. Um okay. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Okay. We're gonna go with uh, okay, Angelica Renee. Hang on a sec. Yeah, Renee. Here we go. Okay, so let's go over her discography right here. Okay, she has a sing. She has singles. Um, what is it? Rest in peace, twenty twenty. And she also has an album with some tracks that goes like this: "Hold Me Down," "You," "By My Side," "On My Way." Trouble, reflect, rain, regret, not over, stop me, and the ride. So there you have it with that one right there. Um, 
I did get a chance to listen to the music and the and the whole album and stuff. Um, it's pretty decent. You know what I mean? Um, also, we're going to go over um, another music artist who goes by the name of Rachel Lynn. Okay. Um, now, Rachel Lynn, for those of you who may not know who she is, um, Rachel Lynn is a singer and songwriter, and she has a website that I'm about to actually look, look into right here. So here you go. So this is what, oh, she's, okay. A powerful voice and top-notch writing ability, which is according to Arena Becca. Anyway, there's a beauty in the breakdown, being honest with oneself, leaning into the pain and feeling it fully. As a recording artist, it's simple to sugarcoat emotions and deliver something bright. And give me a sec. Yeah. And poppy to mask the pain. Seldom is there a recording artist nowadays who authentically and earnestly digs deep into our collective inner turmoil, crafting a real and honest depiction of the truth from which we often shy away. We instantly drawn like moths. <laughs> to to flame when an artist truly gets us with unbashed um sincerity and pugnant lyricism lex amy winehouse combining elements of motown and r&b with a strong pull towards her 90s pop upbringing new york city based recording artist and touring musician rachel lynn creates a Excuse me. Creates a sound that can be best described as soulful pop. As a classically trained vocalist who expertly crafted lyrical originality, honesty, and passion resonates through each song. Lynn firmly plants herself as an artist and with uh, gravitas in today's modern and um vapid world um as you can hear this is the sanitation guys picking up the trash so as long as you can hear my voice that's what really matters so um there you go um with the 2014 release of her ep to street and transfer lynn immediately received high praise from a myriad of publications um the huffington post pop matters and um Babel music all instantly fell in love with her genuine depiction of her of our ever constant state of physical and mental transition. Her debut EP received nationwide radio support, as well as various sync licenses with major networks like AE, Netflix, Discovery, Oxygen, Bravo, and E Entertainment. Following the EP 
release Lynn released the single and music video Seeing Red. All the proceeds from this release went to the animal rights nonprofit organization Mercy for Animals. Seeing Red was featured by numerous publications and social media personalities, including Global Vegas, Vegan Lifestyle Magazine, The Vegan Zombie. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh man the vegan zombie wow <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man um hercampus.com and vegan lifestyle association in 2019 lynn released um several singles from the 2020 ep warmer um gardening Exclusive support on the Women's International Music Network, Substream Magazine, and Parade.com, to name a few. Warmer's final single, um, She Tried to Drown Me, has amassed over 150K streams, reaching over 70K streams in its first week, offering a vulnerable take on the notion that women need to support and respect each other as a means to dismantle the archaic notions of the patriarchy the song mourns the loss of a potential friendship at the hands of competition and mistrust in an effort to fight these oppressive systems dictated and upheld by the patriarchy and white supremacy half of the sales of the EP are being donated to the to the Audrey Lord Project, a New York-based organization that provides resources to the Black trans community. Wow! Wow! About a round of applause for doing some charitable work. Yes, and speaking of which, um, we're going to go over her discography right now. All right. We have singles to go over. Okay. Um, all right. So this is, um, okay. I think this is her subtitled. Um, yeah. Yeah, her self-titled album or um, her EP, I'm not too sure. But anyway, um, she has tracks like Abide Under My Skin, Lay Here, The Bar Song, and My Fate. Um, we have, um, my, of course, My Fate Somehow some way tend to the flame gush to street and transfer seeing red didn't i look at look to me this winter warmer when you fall in and where you left me which is which is also one of the songs i actually listened to recently and of course her ep appreciate me which i actually had a chance to listen to 
Um, and the tracks goes like this. When you fall in, the last one, appreciate me, where you left me, we're not through. And this came out this year of November 12th, 2021, which, which was two weeks ago. Okay, so what do I think about um, these music discographies by Angelica Renee and um, Rachel Lynn? Of course, I appreciate the vulnerability, the, stor the story, the experiences, and of course, you know, the honesty, the rawness, um, all that stuff, which indicates to me that they are, of course, magnificent, fire, um, of course, they are um, a masterpiece, and that's something that I enjoy and endure. So, so there you have it, though, man. That's my verdict right there. Um, and you know when I listen to mute, you know when I listen to music, sometimes, you know, um, I go for the storyline as far as like you know. Not just the lyrics, but but as far as the the um the rawness, the the, the honesty, the you know the amount of risk being taken, and and yeah, I gotta say um I gotta say both of these um bodies of work. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. So there you have it right there. All right. Um, all right. We're going to go to our next, um, our next segment. Our next segment is called the... Um, the Chillax Man Cave Popcorn Lounge, which is another segment where we talk about the TV shows and the movies. But this time, but this time we have two TV shows to go over. So we're going to go into that right now. All right. We're going to start with, um, we're going to start with Arrow. Um, Okay. Yeah, we're gonna start with Arrow. All right. So, Arrow is an American superhero television series developed by Greg Belanti, Mark Guggenheim, and Andrew Kreisberg, based on the DC Comics character Green Arrow, a costume crime fighter created by Mort Westinger and George Papp, and is set in the Arrowverse with other related television series. The series premiered in the United States on the CW on October 10th, 2012, and was primarily filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. In January 2019, the CW renewed the series for a 10-episode eighth season, announcing in March that it will be the final season. 
The season premiered on October 15, 2019, and featured the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event. The series finale aired on January 28, 2020. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that it was going to, I was kind of disappointed that it was going to end. And, you know, it seems like, you know, it seems like there's a lot of story to be told with these characters. But, you know, sometimes, you know, good things come to an end. So, you know, there it is. Um, it, all right. So, um, so the cast is Stephen Amell, Katie Cassidy, Colin Donnell, David Ramsey, Willa Hollard, um, Susanna Thompson, Paul Blackthorne, Emily Bett Rick Rickards, Colton Haynes, Manu Bennett, John Barrowman, <laughs> Echo Kellum, Josh um, Sagara, Rick Gonzalez, Juliana Harkavi, Kirk Acevedo, C. <laughs> C. C. Muka. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Catherine McNamara, Ben Lewis, Joseph David Jones, Lamonica Garrett, Blake Neely. Never mind. Um, okay, so we're gonna go to um, all right, we're gonna go to you know what I'm always okay, so. I'm pretty sure everybody knows the synopsis to this, so I'm probably not gonna read this. Um, so we're gonna go to um the reception. Okay. So the reception um goes like this. Um, so for season one, we have critical response between Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic. So season one, 85%, 36 reviews, um, 73, 25 reviews. Of course, 95%, 12 reviews for season two. Season three, 89%. Um, yes, 89%, nine reviews. Season four, 85%, 10 reviews. Season five, 88%. 13 reviews. Season 6, 64%, 7 reviews. Season 7, 88%, 221 reviews. And season 8, the final season, 95%, 5 reviews. So, okay. Um, of course, season 1 received favorable um, reviews with a Metacritic score of 73 out of 100 based on reviews from 25 critics making it the highest rated cw show in five years um review aggregation website um rotten tomatoes calculated an approval rating of 85 percent based on 36 reviews with an average rating of 7.47 out of 10. The site's consensus reads, and quote, the CW nails the target with Arrow, 
a comic book um inspired series that benefits from cinematic action sequences strong plotting and intriguing characters mary Mc, um mcnamara of the los angeles times called the series an interesting setup with a quality look describing the male as a poster boy <laughs> for the um katniss everdeen set brian lowry at variety described the series as a handsome but stiff surrogate for batman that could benefit from sharper execution in reviewing the final episode of season one um alas dare wilkins of the av club gave the season as a whole a rating of b plus rating no excuse me b plus noting that the show hasn't quite figured everything out yet but it's had some standout episodes season two received acclaim from critics for the action sequences storytelling performances of the cast drama and portrayal of slade wilson uh rotten tomatoes reported a 95 95 um approval rating based on 12 reviews with an average rating of 8.15 out of 10. the site's consensus reading the second season of arrow boosts more fantastic action as well as a widening cast of intriguing richly written characters jeff jensen of entertainment weekly gave the first half of season two a rating of B plus saying, in quote, Arrow possesses an intelligence that shines through its TV budget production values, which aren't too shabby. The writing is adult and witty. The action is exciting and a male holds the center with well-cultivated ease. The AV club's Carrie um, Raisler, um gave the first half of season two a rating of a minus she she said arrow has officially established itself as one of the most satisfying shows on television the most satisfying thing of all is that it did so by respecting its characters arrow respects the characters comic book roots in its overarching um plot lines all while using the network appropriate soap opera story stories to do the heavy lifting hang on a second as i take a drink <clears throat> yeah what's up anthony aka ant-man how you feeling i don't know why i can't wave to nobody man hang on a second guys
I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, let me. Hold on a minute. Let me get back to the show, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm just um interacting with somebody right now who just came into the live stream. So thank you very much. Um All right. Um all right, let's get back to the show, shall we? Um <clears throat> Okay. Okay. Um so Season two received acclaim from critics for the action sequences, storytelling performances of the cast, drama, and the portrayal of Slade Wilson. Rotten Tomatoes reported a 95% approval rating based on 12 reviews with an average rating of 8.5 out of 10. The site's consensus reading, um, in quote, the second season of Arrow boosts more fantastic action as well as a widening um, cast of intriguing, richly written characters. Um, well, I already read that part. I already read that part. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, despite receiving positive re responses for season three premiere, the second half of the season three was met with criticism. The flashback sequences were characterized as sporadic and superfluous. Razagul described as a shallow and underutilized villain, absent of clear antagonism. Although Matt Nabel was generally praised for his portrayal of the character, Furthermore, while parallels to Batman had always existed in the show, the use of such a major character from Batman's rogues gallery and the essential application of the daughter of the demon and several other Batman and Ra's al Ghul's storylines applied to Oliver Queen came under particular fire from viewers who accused the show of ripping off Batman. The season finale was described as dull, lacking scope, and underwhelming by IGN's Jesse Sh um, Shadeen. In light of the high standard the show had previously established for its finales, he um, cemented the mixed reception of season three as being haphazardly paced and struggling to develop a clear sense of direction. The third season holds a score of 89% on Rotten Tomatoes based on nine reviews, with an average rating of 8.37 um, out of 10. The site's consensus, including Arrow stays on target with new characters and steady, steady supply of exciting action. The fourth season received mixed reviews, the season earned praise given to the um, action scenes and Neil McDonald's performances as Damien Dark. 
However, it also received increasingly negative reviews for its mundane flashbacks, lack of narrative focus, and formulatic um, season finale. Ryan Fleming of Deadbeat Spin. <laughs> Deadbeat Spin. <laughs> Oh man, Debbie Spin. <laughs> oh man, Dead Deadbeat Spin.com. Oh shit. Noted that Arrow was honoring the comics, but it isn't beholden to them. Characters have been introduced, but they aren't exact replicas of the comic counterparts. Instead, the characters tend to be loosely connected. Leslie Goldberg of the Hollywood Reporter noted the presence of the character Thea Speedy Queen as one of the larger departures from the comics in the series, as well as the character's early willingness to kill. Comic book resources' um, Kevin Melrose has also noted the series' tendency to have loose connections to the source material rotten tomatoes gave the season an 85 percent approval rating based on 10 reviews with an average rating of some 7.55 out of 10. the critical sense consensus reads in quote season four of arrow flourishes with a refreshing new tone a thrilling new villain and a gripping story arc as for the fifth season, received mostly positive reviews from critics giving praise for the performances of Stephen Amell and Josh Sagara, action sequences, storytelling, and the season finale. IGN, season five, a score of 8.7 out of 10, stating that it managed to overcome them and recapture a lot of what made the show so memorable in its first two seasons. Hold on, let me take a drink, guys. Hold on. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, okay, um, Rotten, Toma Rotten Tomatoes reported an approval rating of 88% based on 13 reviews with an average rating of 7.38 7 out of 10. The site's consensus reads, in quote, no stranger to dramatic twists and turns. Season 5 of Arrow continues to introduce new villains and surprise viewers despite some Excuse me. Inconsistency. Um, the sixth season received mixed reviews from critics. IGN gave season six a score of 6.7 out of 10, stating that it captured the show at its best and worst, with a strong finish redeeming months of disappointment. Rotten Tomatoes reported an approval rating of 64% uh, on seven reviews, and the average score is 6.86 out of 10. The site's consensus reads, in quote, Arrow's sixth season deals with the 
literal fallout from the explosion in season five's finale and promises a, dr a drastic change in direction for the series as for the seventh season um received more favorable reviews than the previous season with 7.4 out of 10 from ign being attributed with ben schwartz's work with giving new life and energy to the show while full of missed potential particular success was given to stephen amell and emily bett rickards performances as well as new direction for the show via more willingness to take risk and venture off the beaten path this year even if it often bit off more than it could chew with its large assembled cast rotten tomatoes reported an approval rating of 88 percent based on 211 reviews with an average score of 7.35 out of 10. and they and um of course there you have it I'm not gonna go over the um ratings and shit, so let me not do that. Man, we're gonna go to the accolades, folks. So so just bear with me here. Um, so we got the IGN awards, um, category best TV hero, of course, um Oliver Queen, aka Stephen Amell, Satellite Awards, um, satellite for best television series genre. Of 2012, Arrow both got nominated. Broadcast Music Incorporated, Canadian Society of Cinematography Awards, BMI, Television Music Awards, Blake Neely, TV Drama Cinematography, Glenn Winter for Pilot, uh, both won that. Um, cinematography TV um, TV series. Cinematography, Glenn Winter for Vendetta. Best Casting Dramatic Series, Corinne Mayers, um, um, Hakey Branstadter for An Innocent Man. Best Cinematography Dramatic Series, Gordon um, Verhale for Lone Gunman all got nominated glenn winter for pilot um won that one leo awards best dramatic series joseph patrick finn um greg belanti mark guggenheim andrew kreisberg melissa kellner berman drew greenberg jennifer lance um wendy mariko and carl Ogawa um, all got nominated best production design dramatic series Richard um, Hudolin for the pilot best stunt coordination dramatic series JJ Macaro for pilot and vertical of course um, wait yeah both got um both got the award JJ McCarroll for Vertical nominated course. Um, best visual effects and dramatic series. Jean-Luc Dinsdale, Pauline Burns, <laughs> Andrew Orloff, um, 
Dave Gauthier for Burn um, actually won that one. Um, new Now Next Awards, um, Best New Indulgence Arrow, Cause You Are Hot, Stephen Amell, Favorite New TV Drama, um, Arrow Again, Satin Awards, Best Youth Oriented Series on Television, Arrow Again, Choice Breakout TV Show, Arrow, Choice Breakout TV Star, Stephen Amell, Teen Choice Awards, Choice Sci-Fi Fantasy TV Actor, Stephen Amell, Choice Sci-Fi Fantasy TV Actress, Katie Cassidy, Choice Sci-Fi Fantasy TV um, Arrow, UBCP slash um, ACTRA Awards, Best Newcomer, Emily Bett Rickards, Best Male Performance in a 2013 Science Fiction Television episode, Stephen Amell for The Odyssey, of course, the Constellation Awards, Best Science Fiction Television of Series of 2013, Arrow, um, all got nominated. IGN Awards, um, Best TV Action Series, Best TV Hero, Oliver Queen, um, of course, won, of course, by the People's Choice. Best Cinematography, Dramatic Series, Gordon Ver Verhale for Sacrifice. Best Dramatic Series, Greg Belanti, Joseph P. Finn, Mark Guggenheim, Andrew Kreisberg, Wendy um, Miracle, Leo Awards, um, 2014, Best Lead Performance by a Male Dramatic Series, Stephen Amell for Crucible, Best Lead Performance by a Female Dramatic Series, Emily Bett Rickards for Three Ghosts, um, of course, there's there's best makeup dramatic series. Dan Danielle Fowler will keep your enemies closer, which I don't think I really agree with this, but um, I digress. Um, so, um, <laughs> best stunt coordination dramatic series. JJ McCarl for the scientists. Not to be confused with the mass scientists, folks. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> People's Choice Awards, um, favorite sci-fi TV actor Stephen Amell, Satellite Awards, Satellite Award for Best Television Series Genre, Arrow, Saturn Awards Best Youth Oriented Um Television Series, Arrow. Again, Team Choice Awards, Choice Sci-Fi, Fantasy TV Show, Arrow, Choice TV Female All-Star um, Breakout, um, Emily Bett Rickards, Young Hollywood Awards. We have Superhero, Super Superhero, um, Stephen Amell, Cinematography, C. Kim Miles for Blind Spot. Leo Awards, Costume Design, Maya um, Mani for Suicide Squad, Lead Performance, Female, Emily Bett Rickards for Left Behind, all got nominated. 
MTV Fashion Awards, Ship of the Year, Stephen Amell and Emily Bet Records won that one. Saturn Saturn Awards, Best Superhero Adaptation Television Series, Arrow got nominated. Prism Awards, Performance in a Drama Multi-Episode Storyline, Katie Cassidy won that one. Uh, Teen Choice Awards, Choice TV Show, Sci-Fi, Fantasy, Arrow. Of course, yes, Choice TV Actor, Sci-Fi, Fantasy, Stephen Amell. Choice TV Actress, Sci-Fi, Fantasy, Emily Beck Rickards. Choice TV Lip Lock, Stephen Amell and Emily Beck Rickards. Choice TV villain, Matt Nabel, um, all got nominated, of course. Uh, MTV Fandom Awards, Ship of the Year, Stephen Amell and Emily Beck Records, Records won that one. Um, People's Choice Awards, favorite network TV, sci-fi, fantasy, Arrow, Saturn Awards, Best Superhero Adaptation Television Series, Choice TV Lip Lock, Stephen Amell and Emily Bett Rickards, Teen Choice Awards, Choice TV Actress, Fantasy Sci-Fi, Emily Bett Rickards, Um, Choice TV Show, Fantasy Sci-Fi, Arrow, of course, Best Cinematography in a Dramatic Series, Seamus Whit. Whitting Hewitt for Sins of the Father. Leo Awards Best Lead Performance by a Female in a Dramatic Series. Emily Bett Records for Who Are You? All got nominated. Um, of course, MTV Movie Movie and TV Awards. Best Hero, Stephen Amell, People Choice Awards, Favorite Network TV, Sci-Fi, Fantasy, um, Saturn Awards, Best Superhero Adaptation Television Series, of course, Arrow, um, Teen Choice Awards, Choice TV Actor, Stephen Amell, Choice TV Actress, Action, Emily Beck Records, Choice TV Show, Action, Arrow, Choice TV Villain, Josh uh, Segarra, People's Choice Awards, The Sci-Fi Fantasy Show of 2018, Arrow, Saturn Awards, Best Superhero Adaptation, um, t- um, excuse me, Choice TV Action, no, Actor in Action, Choice TV Actress, Action, of course, even the male, Emily Bett Rickards, Choice TV Ship, Choice TV Show Action, Stephen Amell and Emily Bett Records, and Arrow all got nominated. Saturn Awards for 2019, Best Superhero Television Series, Arrow, and Arrow again for Best Superhero Television Series, T- Choice TV Show Action. Both got nominated. And the Teen Choice Awards. Um, Choice TV actor, Action, Stephen Amell won that one. And TV Choice Actress, Action, Emily Beck Rickards.
All right. Um, now we go to the uh, course. Course, I'm not even going to go to all this. Um, let me see. Yeah, I'm not going to go to the spinoffs. Let's go to Black Lightning. Hold on a minute here, guys. Need to stretch a bit. Um, anyway, so <sighs> Black Lightning is an American superhero drama television series developed by uh, Celine Akil that premiered on the CW on January 16, 2018, and concluded on May 24, um, 2021. It is based on a character of the same name created by Tony Isabella trevor von eden featured in publications um of dc comics crest williams stars as the titular character alongside china and mclean nefessa williams christine adams marvin um cronden jones the third damon gupton james ramar jordan calloway and chantel ty the series sees the retired Black Lightning return to his life as a superhero as, and follows the effects of his vigilante activity on his professional and family life. Yeah. Um, let's go to... Okay, let's go to... All right, we're going to go to the reception. Yeah, we're not gonna go to the uh, thing. Um, so critical response. Um, ninety-six percent on the Rotten Tomatoes, fifty-one reviews for season one. Ninety, no, excuse me, seventy-nine percent, twenty-five reviews on the Metacritic. Season two, ninety-one percent, ten reviews. Season three, eighty-nine percent, nine reviews. Black Lightning has received generally positive reviews from professional critics on the review ag aggregation website Rotten Tomatoes. The series holds a 95% approval rating. The first season de debuted to critical acclaim. Reviewing for Entertainment Weekly. Um, of course, Dana Schwartz gave the series um premiere an a minus hold on guys let me move this there we go um yeah gave the gave the gave the um yeah a minus grade writing in quote the pierce family dynamic is so compelling that even if jefferson pierce had no powers beyond great motivational speeches this show would be a worthwhile watch Black Lightning balances humor with all too necessary social commentary to make a refreshing addition to the superhero TV Pantheon. Um, reviewing the first two episodes of the season, Daniel Feinberg of The Hollywood Reporter commended the series for its solid action scenes, bass pumping soundtrack, stylish treatment of Black Lightning's sizzling powers, and character um, pragmatism. 
He praised the series' ability to stand alone in welcome ways and described the premiere episode as smart and relevant and full of an attitude that's all its own. Reviewing the first four episodes of the series, the Atlantic's pilot of um, wrote, wrote in that quote, there's an authenticity to the series. It's neither too pulpy <laughs> nor too preachy. That's heightened by the strong performances from its predominantly black cast, particularly from Cress Williams, who anchors the show's many conflicts. The Fessa Williams portrayal of Anissa Pierce, Black Lightning's um, eldest daughter, who becomes the superhero Thunder, and drew attention and praise from critics. As the first black lesbian superhero on television, critics applauded the character's social activism and action scenes, as well as being a complex and fully um, realized character outside of her superhero identity. Um, of course, reviewing for the AV Club, Kyle Fowle gave the finale an A grade, writing that the episode was, quote, um, yes, quote, um, yes, quote, tonally bold, easily moving between being funny and politically potent, while also setting up plenty of intrigue for the next season. Fowl concluded that the episode was was a confident, compelling moving into a season that boasted all those same qualities throughout. Jesse um, Schneiden Sheeden, Sheeden, of IGN noted that the series reduced episode count focused on superheroes and social issues, limited cast, and preservation of the main villain at the end of the season positively distinguished the series from other superhero programming. The AV Club um, foul gave the second season premiere an A minus, adding. One of the seasons, um, the first season was so compelling was that the show made the political personal. That's once again evident here, as there's a wonderful sense of the larger community throughout the premiere. Um, Katie Burt of Den of Geek gave the episode a rating of 3.5 stars out of 5. She explained there's a lack of thematic um, cohesiveness in this season premiere that is probably a result of trying to reintroduce so many characters and storylines at once. But the energy and potential for a strong season, second season rather, is definitely there. Black Lightning continues to be one of the best, most important shows on television in her Review for Collider, Allison Keene gave the season's early um, storylines four stars out of five, writing, in quote, Black Lightning is not without its own flaws. Introducing occasionally disjointed or abrupt storytelling, but its clear desire to 
educate and inspire through compelling family drama continues to make it a, a show of consequence. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yes. Okay, consequence. Um, where did I leave off here? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bert and Sci-Fi Wire contributor Stephanie Williams praised the season for its efforts to destigmatize mental health care, especially for Black women. Bert called Jennifer's therapy storyline a powerful, vital representation of mental health issues, not only within the superhero genre, but anywhere on TV. Again, reviewing for the AV Club, Val gave the season finale a C plus grade. He um, named Jennifer's journey as undoubtedly the best part of the season, but felt that the second season as a whole struggled to reach the heights of its first season, and that storylines were introduced with full force before petering out, stumbling um, towards lackluster conclusions. Okay. Um... Yeah, conclusions. Okay. Um, yes. Um, Dan Ashby of Culture Vultures. <laughs> oh, man. Gave the, the whole season a rating of 7.5 out of 10. Writing season two of Black Lightning has some interesting storylines number of good fight scenes, a catchy soundtrack, and some important messages. Messages. Unfortunately, it all seems slightly uncoordinated and messy in its execution. Um, in a in a more positive, accurate um, from Entertainment Weekly, um, Christian um, Holub gave the season finale a B. A B. A B grade, adding season two's um um penultimate installment was all over the place, but tonight's season finale did a good job of bringing enough of the threads together that I'm now satisfied to wait for season three. Reviewing the third season premiere of Entertainment Weekly, Holub gave the episode a B plus grade. Writing in quote, um, Black Lightning has been able to do really good, a really good job of showcasing real life racial dynamics and structural inequalities through its comic flavored storytelling. And in season three, the show is aiming directly at our real life crisis of family separation and putting kids in cages. After a bit of a sophomore slump, I'm excited to see where Black Lightning goes from here. Nicole Hill of Denna Geek assigned the premiere episode a rating of 4 out of 5. She opened she opened that Black Lightning does a good job of playing with these different concepts of power and showing how they interact, overlap, and cancel each other out. 
I hope this season maintains focus and doesn't find itself branching out too far away from its, excuse me, central conflicts. If the following episodes consistently operate at this level, this will be an exciting season to watch. The AV Club's foul gave the premiere a B-plus grade and added that the first episode of the third season is just a politically charged as previous episodes, but the but this time around things feel more relevant, more attuned to this specific time and place. Black Lightning has nodded towards real life events before, but but this premiere centered around kids being rounded up, separated from their families, and locked in detention camps with no idea of when they'll get out or what they did wrong feels particularly pointed. Um. All right, I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna actually go to the um, awards and nominations. Um. All right. <clears throat> okay. So we got the People's Choice Award on Sci-Fi Fantasy Show of 2018. Black Lightning. Damn, shortlisted. Wow. Um, Saturn Award Best Superhero Television Series Black Lightning nominated. Outstanding Drama Series Black Lightning won. Outstanding Actor Drama Series Crest Williams. Black Real Award for Television Outstanding Directing Drama Series Celine Celine Akil The Resurrection. Um. Outstanding Guest Actress Drama Series, Jill Scott. Outstanding Music, Kira Lehman. Um, Teen Choice Award, Choice Breakout TV Show, Black Lightning. Choice Breakout TV Star, Nafisa Williams. Um, NAACP Image Award, Outstanding Outstanding Writing in a Drama Series. Patrick Joseph Charles, um, Sins of the Father, the Book of Redemption, uh, Outstanding Guest Performance in a Comedy or Drama Series, Erica Alexander, The Book of Consequences, Chapter 3, Master Larry, Glad Award, Outstanding Drama Series, Black Lightning, Outstanding Drama Series, Black Lightning, Black Real Award for Television, Outstanding Directing Drama Series, Salim Akil, The Book of the Apocalypse, Chapter 2, The Omega. Um, Outstanding Guest Actress Drama Series, Erica Alexander, Saturn Award, Best Superhero Television Series, Black Lightning, and Critics' Choice, so Critics' Choice Super. Awards Best Actor in a Superhero Series, Crest Williams, all got nominated. Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, so let me see how much time I got here. Yeah, I think that's it, man. Okay. Okay, listen. Um, let me get back to the screen. 
Okay. Listen, that's going to do it for um episode 31 of the Meticulous Vodjuice podcast titled Brilliance. Um, if you like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever, go show some love by making a charitable donation by, by my cash app. And it's Dalsan G Money Stacks 555. That's Dalsan Capital G M. Um, excuse me. Lowercase M O N E Y capital S lowercase T A C K Z 555. Once again, it's not about having a lot of money to show support. It's about doing what you can and not overstress yourself of having a lot of money to actually show support because if you really think about it, support is priceless, folks. And of course, um, of course, you can't put a price on support. You can't put a price on, you know, showing love to people. You know what I'm saying? Also, um, for the new listeners and new watchers from um, the YouTube universe that don't know what's going on, we are live and direct, of course, on StreamYard and YouTube alongside um with um of course instagram live i'm actually doing that as an experiment to see to see to see um if i can actually put myself out there but you know i don't know but we'll see we'll see how it goes man um anyway man and speaking of putting putting yourself out there why don't you go follow the show meticulous Vodjuice podcast on Instagram, which is Meticulous Virtues Podcast, alongside with my other po- my other show, um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, and the number one show that just se- that's still celebrating the one year anniversary, um, off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast, which started on November the eleventh, twenty twenty of last year, um, and alongside with the Gram is g money stacks 555 in queens new york all right and also you can follow me on 17 live at g money stacks queens new york as well now we are going to go over the streaming platforms on the go um i want to go over this actually so you guys get a better idea now when you are on the Shows page Meticulous Vodjuice Podcast. You're gonna see a link that says Linktree slash Meticulous Vodjuice Podcast, and I'm going to go over this with you guys so you guys don't forget. All right. Um, so check this out, folks. We are on. You can listen, you can listen to the podcast episodes on Anchor. We are also on we are also on Audacity. We are on Breaker. We are on Deezer. Listen notes. Of course, we are on Podfriend, Pocket Cast, Player FM, alongside with um with Podo Polo. Um, we are on Podcast Attic. 
uh, Reason FM. We are on Spotify. We are on Stitcher. TuneIn. TuneIn Radio, of course. Of course, we are on Google Podcasts. And don't forget to listen to Meticulous Vodges Podcast episodes on Amazon Music. We are on Audible. And we are also on iHeartRadio, the number one app for music, radio, and podcasts. And last but not least, the YouTube. First things first. Go grab the subscribe button on the Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast YouTube channel page. Make sure you enable alerts alongside with the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream. Um, a little reminder about the, the show schedule, actually, that's going to be on YouTube and stuff. So we are on Mondays, Tuesdays at 6 p.m., Thursdays at 9 p.m., all right? And for my other shows, um, like Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the Sports Edition show, is on Sundays at 6. And my number one show that, that's still celebrating the one-year anniversary, which is Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast, is Wednesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. and Saturdays at 10 p.m. All right? So there you have it. Um, make sure you stay tuned for more video content, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that's been recorded that will be uploaded and posted to the Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast channel page. Make sure you download your favorite episodes, share the videos and the episodes, tell a friend to another friend, and make sure you share the podcast along with the audio streaming platforms alongside with the link that says Linktree slash Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast with your friends. So there you go. Right there. Now, as I said before about the whole mental health thing in the beginning, the reason I talk about mental health check-ins is because it's about your well-being about what you're going through on the inside you know what you know what i mean and you know reach out to your loved ones like your your, your husbands your wives your girlfriends your boyfriends your friends um whoever because those individuals might be fine on the outside but on the inside they are not um and of course, I say this with a passion. And there is no good time to reach out to um to people, folks, because it's 365 days in a year. And there is no such thing as a person who works 24-7. That part some people may understand, some people, some people don't, because you know, goals gold differences and stuff um anyway um so make sure you actually um reach out to them 
see how they're doing mentally, physically, and spiritually. That's, that's very important so you can actually, you know, take a risk. Once you take a risk and reach out to them, see how they're doing with their well-being, of course, you're going to get rewards. And speaking of rewards, you guys want some free game on how to start a podcast? I got you back. So we're going to get into the types of equipments that you need. Of course, the software. First and foremost, you need headphones. You also need a microphone like I'm using right now. You also need a laptop or a computer to do your live streams. Either one will actually work. Make sure you have um, a software. I'm actually going to recommend StreamYard to you guys for the newcomers that want to create and start a podcast show. You know what I'm saying? Um, so StreamYard, for those of you who may not know um, what that is, is basically a software where it gives you the tools for you to create talking points, like talking points, like the banners, like the banner, like the two banners that you see right here, the one that's on your screen that has the show's name right here, like I have right here that says Meticulous Vodges Podcast, and along with the, with the banner scrolling across that that's telling you the information on how to follow the show on social media, which is which is Instagram, of course, 17 Live. Um, you could also add your websites to whether you're doing clothing lines, um, whether you're doing like you know snacks, whether you're doing um anything, anything that relates to your business and stuff like that. Um of course, will be recognized, all right? Also, uh, with StreamYard, of course, you could create your own brand. And of course, um, another important key thing here is when you are making a name of the show, right? You want to make sure that it is basically something that nobody has ever heard before because you don't because um if some people don't like the name of your show fuck them because they're the ones jealous that don't understand your vision and don't understand your story behind it so that's pretty much um my take on that and for the most part for the most part it's all about doing what you love and what makes you happy not your parents not corporations not media companies and I, and it's interesting that i saw something i saw a picture of um i saw a picture of somebody on instagram that made a post who goes by the name of um letter j um, she's also a music artist and a CEO of Coexist Gaming, which I will do a dedication to to that on my other show, 
off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast segment on Black Owned Transcendent Shoutouts. So I'm going to do that. And what's interesting is um, the thing that she said is she doesn't want to be under a label. She wants a legacy and wealth. Um, now I'm having a hard time with, uh, with the, with the whole legacy aspect, but as far as the wealth, the wealth, as far as like, you know, you know, helping out the community and stuff like that, that that's pretty, that's pretty, um, noble, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's very noble. So shout out to letter J for being noble and and of course being the best she could be as a human being and there you have it all the free game of how you can start your podcast of course you're gonna need of course i already mentioned the equipment part and stuff um whatever um audio program you decide to use go for it um also let me tell you something folks if if you put your mind into something that you have a dream of being a podcaster like myself who has three shows under his belt I want you to go download the anchor app or you can check out the website anchor.fm so you can get yourself a head start and of course you know good luck on your podcast journey of course you know what I'm saying and basically you know be careful out there stay safe Make sure you um, are masked up. Make sure you are mindful of all the people that you are surrounded with. The whole world doesn't revolve around you as far as like being, you know, fucking anti-mandate, anti-vaccine or whatever and stuff like that. Because, you know, those people who are anti-mandate or, and I'm not saying everybody, but there's some, there are some who are basically, you know, you know, trying to keep this pandemic thing going, which people are tired of the pandemic already. People are tired of it. People are fatigued from all this. Aren't you tired of the pandemic like I am? I'm pretty sure you are. Anyway, think about that. Um, make sure you have your water and your um electric and your electrolytes of Gatorade for for energy and strength. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out of here. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you very much for um for sticking around with me and being able to um hear me out on some things that actually um means a lot to me. I'm going to see you in the next episode. So, like I said, I hope you guys be careful, stay safe, 
Make sure you have your water and electrolytes. Wash your hands with your soap and water, hand sanitizer, whatever it is, so you don't get contracted with any harmful disease and stuff like that. All right. Peace and one love, and have a good night. Check this out, folks. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. I need you to go follow the show's page on Instagram, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And you can follow me also on my primary handle on the gram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York, for more postings of each episode with the topics. Also, go to youtube and grab the subscribe button enable alerts of the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air live via live stream more video content like comment on the episodes with the topics upcoming episodes previous episodes that will automatically be posted to the youtube channel page
share the videos, spread the word. Be sure to download your favorite episodes. Tell a friend to tell another friend. Share the podcast with audio streaming platforms with your friends. And also tell us what you think about the episodes and the topics and and what you thought about the um, topics as well. And what topics you think we should talk about next to review. Um, I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening to the show. Peace and one love.